Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech this Yivam as Paragimel, Mishnah 9 and Mishnah 10. That is Parak Mishnah Tes, Mishnah Yud, finishing the Parak. Shlosh Achlan. You have three brothers, the Sun Shlosh Nachlan, married to three random women, unrelated women. Umezachim, when the oldest brother dies, thus now the second brother has a Zika, has to take the, his older brother's wife uh, and do Yivam with her. So he does Ma'amer, as we know the first step. To Yivam, to Yibam is when he declares analogous to Kedushin, you're going to be my Yivama. And as we know, there's a big machlokus. What exactly is he doing there? Is it a nothing? It's just rabbinic in order to make it not look like he's just going and having relations with her. Is it actually a full marriage, or is it some sort of quasi state, or is it a suffix? And that's going to play on this Mishnah. Either way, the second brother, uh, Shimon, does Ma'amer Umes, and then he up and dies as well. So now the third brother doesn't can't do yibum can only do chalitza to both of his brothers his second brother's wives as in the second brother is now well one of them is his actual wife and one of them is the one who did ma'amer uh, um, too. As the pasuk says in Devarim, and one of them dies, her yavam should come to her. Only when that that this woman has one yibam bam. Not when there are two. Meaning to say as follows: This woman, woman from the uh, we'll, we'll call her uh, Rachel, she her the second brother had to yibam with her, and he does ma'amer, which may not do much, which means that when he dies, she still has an obligation of yibam, and now, uh, now, in the event. That it was some sort of quasi status, so the third brother has to do, has to do uh, the third brother now. Now this woman has has yibum uh, uh, zika from the, because of the first husband and the second husband. Thus, thus, and because none of them were actually actualized, it wasn't like they, they fully went through with it. So the third brother now is has to yibum with her on account of both brothers, and that we don't do. You don't you only do yibum when it's account of one brother, not on account of two brothers. Thus, do chalitza to her, and if you do chalitza, therefore the co-wife as well. Rishimin Omer, Rishimin has a different, a differing view. Rishimin's view obviously is going to be born out of how he views the status in Mamer. Whichever one he wishes. And then he does Chalitza with the second one. Because Rishimin basically, it's actually a little unclear. Rishimin basically says that there's no partial marriage here. Thus, it's either a full marriage. And if it's a full marriage, then then if the second Mamer is considered a full marriage, so uh, Rachel's uh, Yibum, or Mamer, excuse me, to Shimon, second brother, was full. Just because they didn't actually consummate it with Yibum, it was full with Ma'amer, and therefore, now when Shimon dies, uh, Levi, the third brother, only has to do Yibum on account of one brother. So, and if it's nothing, if it's, an, if it's nada, so then this woman only has, uh, has a, the, the, and then Levi has obligation of Yibum because of the first brother, because of Ruve, not because of Shimon, and he has obligation to Shimon's wife on account of the fact that um, it's just, again, no relation to, to, to Ruven's wife, thus he could do Yibum to any of the, either of them and do Chalitza to the other. And the other one you do Chalitza is to free her up just in case Mamer is, uh, is not a marriage. Okay, fine, she needs one or the other. Good. Says the Mishnah, continues the Mishnah, Shteyachen, you have two brothers, Shteyachos, are married to two sisters, and one of those brothers dies, and after this, the wife of the second brother dies, the, the widow of the first brother is forbidden to the second brother through Yibam forever, because at one point, she was forbidden to him from Yibam because she would, um, um, excuse me, let me explain that a little clearer. Two brothers married two sisters. Brother, let's call Ruvain, dies, and then his and then his then Shimon's wife dies. Now, when Ruvain dies, Ruvain's wife really should be a Yibum to Shimon. The problem is that 
she's the sister of Shimon's wife, which means that she's an erva, and since she's an erva, it doesn't work. Now, once uh, Shimon dies, technically, um, um, so once Shimon's wife dies, so technically she's no longer considered the wife of his sister because his sister's dead. But because there was a moment when she was an erva to him, that is, that moment when the yibum should have taken place, um, Shimon's wife was alive, and therefore he couldn't marry Reuben's wife because, again, they were sisters. Thus, she's considered considered him forever, and she's always considered an erva. We don't remove the erva status. Excellent. Mishnah Yud is, no long, is not going to deal with Yavamas, but just deal with once we're on the topic. Shnaim Shekitshu Shnei Nashim. You have two men who, who uh, do Kedushin, which is the first step of marriage. They betroth two women, and then, and then when it, the day of the uh, wedding ceremony, because we used to separate it, the um, wedding and the, the, and the Kedushin, the and Kedushin by, by a significant time, on the day of the ceremony, they show up to the wrong hall, and they end up going under the chuppah with the wrong wife, and they take home the wrong wife. Uh, each one takes the other one's wife. So they're liable to bring a chattis offering for having uh, ha- uh, unintended relations with a married woman. Because they went with someone else's wife. If they are brothers, they are an additional offering for having a relations with your brother's wife. If they were sisters, you're liable to have a third chattis offering. So now we have three one for Ashes Ish, one for now because Ashes Ach, and the last one because it's also the wife of your sister. And she's a Nida, we should need also as well because she's a Nida. So you can end up having four chattises in this one uh, switcheroo, this one mistake. Now, furthermore, because it was unintended, they could return back to their intended husbands. However, you have to separate them for three months in order to make sure and ascertain that they're not pregnant from the first wife, from the first husband, from, excuse me, from the first uh, man, which was unintended, because then you have a case of mamzer. What if they're young girls? They're not able to uh, have children. They can marry immediately. If they're considered Kohanim, they're disqualified from eating Truma. That is to say, a Bas Kohen, the daughter of a Kohen, is allowed to eat Truma. If she gets married, she's not allowed to eat Truma. However, if her husband dies before they have any children, she goes back to her father's house and can resume eating Truma. In this case, because she uh, she was had relations with someone who was con- considered adultery, even though it was unintended, so she's actually not allowed to return to her father's house and eat, su- and eat truma. I wish you all a wonderful day.